episode number 231, Labor Day Camaro News and more. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. And we have a special guest joining us in the studio this week. Might have heard of him before. Yeah. Manny Katakis from Muscle Cars and Trucks. What's up, Manny? Good to be back again, guys. Yeah. Welcome back to the studio once again. We love having you, and we're glad to have you here because there's just a whole lot of cool stuff going on these days, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Labor Day special. The Labor Day special (laughs) sales extravaganza. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We got lots to talk about. Limited one per customer. (laughs) Wait, are you talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwiches? Oh, dude. (laughs) Like... I will wait. You know, I'll wait for the for the height to die down, and then I'll just like sneak in. You know, they're sold out nationwide now, anyway. So, are, are, are they a hundred percent sold out? They are one hundred percent sold out. We need to kill more chickens, <laughs> but they're coming back. So I hope so. Because remember, I told you I went into one and stood in line for five minutes before at an empty counter before anybody said, "Can I help you?" And I finally get there. I'm like, "Yeah." Can I uh, get one of the new chickens? Oh, we fresh out. What's the secret? Why are are they so... Because you tried it. I've tried it several times. Oh, so this is your fault. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. How dare you want something that everybody... I had it before it even went viral. So basically, it's just a really huge piece of... It's like a chicken breast. Yeah. It's um, buttermilk battered. Mm. It's cooked perfectly. So normally when you get a chicken sandwich, it's kind of dry, you know? Juicy. Very juicy. And then they either put, if you get the regular, just mayo and pickle or a chipotle sauce and pickle mm. on a fresh um, potato bun. I think it's a potato bun. Really? Yeah. So it's it's really good. It's a little bit of a curveball, the potato is bun. Is it a potato bun? I can't remember if it's a potato bun or is that Burger King. I thought, but it, was, <laughs> I thought it was a... I thought it was. Um, Would you try? Oh, that? Hell, I thought this was a car podcast. <laughs> did you try that Impossible Burger yet? That Burger King serving up? What do you think? You yeah. Oh, you got to watch the videos that Me Chris made. Me and I... Jason both did it, and we put both put them on YouTube. <laughs> There's also the taco that we can talk about as well. Yeah. So was, the Burger King taco that is. Was, uh, Burger King has a taco. Oh boy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we'll Where talk about that done? later. I'll talk yeah. about that later. Let's uh, not bore. Let's talk about either. Labor Day extravaganza. We got Camaro oh, news. We got Corvette news. We got Manny here to talk about what the heck is going on <laughs> in, in the world of automotive news and and and. It's what I do you, best. You, you you've got some you've got some stuff you want to share with us got too. Some scoops got some got some stuff. You guys want to talk about mid-engine Corvette Ooh. or what's even? You let's know, talk about uh, where, 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 to, where <laughs> to start. Where to start? Let's talk about a stock Camaro SS bird. Beating oh. the pants off somebody's Hennessy's super truck. Yeah, somebody. With that? Somebody. I don't know. Somebody yeah. took the video. Well, obviously yeah, Hennessy took, Hennessy the, took the video. So they, down. they made the video oh, private, and and nobody seems to have a copy of this. And and they're and and people are like, how can a stock convertible SS beat uh what is it a seven hundred horsepower truck? A seven hundred and fifty eight horsepower. Yeah. So how is this because, possible? Well, I mean, <laughs> the truck probably weighs a ton. The truck definitely has a lot more weight, and then it's also just this giant block 
barn door, you know, going through the <laughs> going through the air. And the Camaro's obviously much more aerodynamic, lighter, and able to put the power down a lot more yeah. effectively, right? So, all that being said, it's it's still funny that a four hundred and fifty horsepower <laughs> Camaro SS convertible. Uh, and just yes. when you when you add that little con- yes. it's a convertible, right? It's just like eh, what you know, and so you know three hundred. If I do my math correctly, even though I didn't go to school for math, yeah, you're down three hundred horsepower, you still win. It's hilarious with the top down too. With uh, yeah. well, I would I would like to, <laughs> you know, because because I as, if if I if I have to admit, I I went and I like I, I assigned it to um to to a writer of mine, and. <laughs> when I went into like you know edit it and 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 publish it, I was like, wait a minute, where he, <laughs> he between between him finishing the draft and me publishing it, the video disappeared. Uh, and that that was when 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 we roll this um the twenty sixth of August. So it was, it was four days ago, some somewhere on August twenty sixth. <laughs> It, Somebody got mad. So, Somebody it, made it, it private. It, someone made it private. Mm. Well, that's all right. Maybe it'll Let's be back. Be realistic. Just because it it it's there's there's more factors than just zero to whatever. Sure. Uh, let's think about a Copo Camaro. I mean, w- w- I think one of the Copo Camaro packages has not even four hundred and some odd horsepower. Yeah, but, it'll but that's annihilate a bold face lie. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 wait, what'd you say? Wait a minute, what? It's a yeah. That's all. <laughs> Rate rating the NHRA cars is like a just gentleman's like agreement. So how much did you say your horsepower has? Four hundred. Okay, here's four hundred. Yeah, <laughs> big deal. Big deal. Oh, eight seconds. But, what? I used, to, I used to know, when I had my first Camaro, Camaro, a 96 Camaro SS, I worked with a guy that had like an S10 with a V8 in it and big meaty tires and traction bars and jacked all that up. on it. And we, we took each other for, no, it wasn't jacked up, but it wasn't low either. It was just pretty much, you know, a V8 S10, which is kind of cool, but uh, it was uh, it was a home-built dealie. He took me for a ride in his. I took, I took him for a ride in mine, and he's like, you know, the thing is about me racing a car like yours is if I win, I get to say, you got beat by a truck. But if I lose, I get to say, what do you expect? It's a truck. <laughs> yeah, so he never actually loses. It's true. He's always got that rebuttal in his pocket. True. Yeah, so Hennessy could say that. Yeah. What but, do you expect? It's a truck. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, Hennessy's also, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're known for the viral YouTube videos. They're known for big, like, out, like high output. Oh, we're going to put 1,200 horsepower in the Camaro ZL1. No, we're called the Exorcist or oh. whatever, the, you know, yeah. whatever the output was. And you know you you stop and think it's like oh this has only got a twelve thousand mile warranty I mean you might as well not have one <laughs> and or oh by the way then that that warranty is only good for a year yeah it was, oh okay so definitely gonna just be someone's like garage queen yeah you know not hey, no one's hey, really gonna hey, take that hey, out don't say that like it's a bad thing well I'm <laughs> just saying cars are meant to be driven at least that's my that's my honest opinion. Well, that I would, the, but it'd catch itself on fire. So well, we can talk about that in later. Oof. <laughs> your, your article brought out a lot of. A lot of um, people who who wanted to talk about whether they have differences with Hennessy and <laughs> but uh, shocking. <laughs> we won't get into that here, but yeah, yeah. that was a good article. I mm. enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, that 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 Velociraptor. So it's a Coyote swap, right? So it's it's supercharged Coyote, oh. and that's one hundred forty-seven thousand dollars in 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 change. Ooh. Almost one hundred forty-eight thousand dollars. So. You're essentially what is that? Um, quadruple, triple, quadruple the price of a Camaro SS convertible. Wow! Yeah, 
What they need to do is like drop that thing down and turn it into a street truck, and then you'd probably see something something fun, some good quarter mile times. What we need to do is need to get uh, Hennessy's truck against uh, SVE's uh, Cyclone. Ooh. That'd be cool. That'd be more I, fair. I, I still don't understand like why no one is bringing back like the 454 SS, the F-150 mm. Lightning, or the, you remember the SRT-10 oh, yeah. of course. Ram? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, the, the street truck, because there's so much fun stuff happening right now in the truck space, but it's kind of all just being kind of focused on the off-road stuff or, like, making them, like, more premium. But I, I something in my gut just tells me that the the market is, like, primed for another street truck. Ooh. So, I, would, I would love to see, like, I, another Typhoon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, as far as I know, it's just not... GM isn't working on one as far as I know. Um, We've been, but even, and even still like there's actually here to hear first Ford trademarked the thunder name recently. And and that's like, if you remember maybe thunder lightning, I don't know. Could be, could be something, could be something there. Interesting. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Maybe for the next generation F-150 because that, that that comes out in uh, I think uh, a year, so we might oh. see something interesting. Anyway, moving okay. on. Okay, what else we got here for? Uh, do we got any other Camaro news we want to talk about? Well, there is actually um, recently announced that there was a uh, an ESL or basically electronic limited slip diff. I just pulled this up. Uh, drag race calibration uh, for the Camaro ZL1. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm on I'm nice. GM-TechLink.com, and it says new. Performance calibration is available from Chevrolet Performance for the 2017 to 2019 Camaro ZL1 models, and when it comes to Canada, apparently, and they are the Cal is supposed to enhance launch capabilities on the drag strip. And the calibration has been developed through continuous drag strip development of the Camaro ZL1 to enable enhanced performance right off the starting line. Love that. So I, me too. It, I wonder if it's just an ICCM swap. The EALSD drag race cal requires reprogramming of the chassis control module. So yeah, you're basically taking the ICCM and flat reflashing it. Contact TechLine Customer Support Center for programming requirements and the vehicle configuration index. VCI is valid for the specific VIN provided by the technician. To install the calibration, reprogram the chassis control module using the service programming system. Now, is this something the, deal- the dealership would do? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it doesn't give, I'm not seeing, a. it's giving you a part number, an instruction ID. No, no, no. I don't dash techlink.com. This is an official General Motors website. Okay. I'm going to link that up in the show notes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if you give me enough time, I will write about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you and your team, you know, cranking out article after article after article really growing a great presence and so we appreciate supporting your site and and your journalism and your quality of your articles i love them no boring cars no that's right no boring cars or boring boring trucks or boring trucks or boring suvs right what i've been interested in reading about from muscle cars and trucks is the the new corvette c8 and and you guys are really doing a a lot of stuff because i've I, i i read this week like car and driver like dropped this article and they're like there's going to be a new Z06. Oh, that was gonna... that was uh that, that was automobile and motor trend. Oh, okay. So yeah. they sourced them. Yeah, yeah. So uh I mean, here's what I guess yeah, it was earlier this week, right? And they said there's going to be a new Z06 going to have 800 plus horsepower, 
and it's gonna have a twin turbo V8. And I says, or said, <laughs> and I says, and I says, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I like I knew that that they were working on this, right? It was gonna be the LT7 twin turbo DOHC V8, and and God. we've seen CAD renderings as far back as like two years ago of this thing. I remember was, those. Yeah, and 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 everyone that published them basically got a cease and desist because they were like actual like GM like. Sure, it was stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that was a thing that happened. And so I was like, but when they did that, that essentially confirms that this is legit, that someone didn't (laughs) make this up, right? Right. So um, basically, I knowing that, and then from what my sources were telling me, is that, yeah, this is coming, but this isn't a Z06. What they're describing in the article is a ZR1. So, so I went back and, you know, based on my information, published a story talking about the same vehicle, the same vehicle that's uh, with the same output and the same engine. But I clarified that this is a ZR1 and the Z06 is actually going to be uh, a more true to roots, naturally aspirated DOHC V8, high revving, lightweight, finesse, just screamer. And... Uh, so is this what they're talking about with the flat plane crank? Uh, allegedly going to have a flat plane crank. And, you know, what happens there is you're able to basically achieve a higher engine speed. Um, you see that in the Ford Mustang GT350, right. I think, what is it, 80s, 84, 8500 RPM, whatever. Um, this one allegedly is going to go to 8600 RPM. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. So, like, anyone that's used to, you know, the small block engine in Corvettes and Camaros now, like, you what, you, you stop at, like, just over 6,000 RPM? Yeah, yep. Oh, you've got 2,000 more, buddy. You, you can just keep going. It's like it's like a tiny small block. That's, that's, so, that's, what, dude. <laughs> do you think they would do a manual transmission with it, too? No. this A manual is just completely out of the question. It's going to be um, a dual-clutch transmission throughout the entire Corvette lineup, and that's it. It's going to be, I think, that eight-speed. And but between um, between all the, the vehicles, all the Corvette variants that are going to come out, it's going to ba- basically be the same unit, maybe different different like internals maybe different different gears or whatever and so you know don't I, again I, I can't I can't say it enough there's just not a manual transmission coming period you know they might have patented a clutch by wire system which would allow for something like a manual transmission to happen and maybe that will happen maybe it'll be in a different vehicle I don't know um, sometimes you just sit on the patent you never use it but mm-hmm. It's just, uh, as far as I know, this will, you know, the mid-engine Corvette's a lot of revolutionary things, a lot of firsts, and but aside from the mid-engine configuration, yeah. it will only be a dual-clutch transmission. Wow. Um, Interesting news. Yeah. So you're going to have that Z06, and then you're going to have the ZR1. What's going to come first? I don't know. Um, I assume the Z06, because why would you go up and then down? You know, in terms of the hierarchy, you want to release something crazier and crazier and crazier every year. Uh, but before those, I, I believe before those even show up, you're looking at the Corvette C8 E-Ray, which is essentially going to be a Stingray uh, hybrid. So it's going to use the LT2 wow. small block V8 that's in the back of the, of the Stingray. And uh, after that, they're going to basically... So like what you see in the front... 
of the C8 Stingray right now. They're, yep. they're dropping. Uh, they're gonna drop some battery packs in there, and uh, essentially, what I believe that the output for the small block V8 is gonna be unchanged, and then you're gonna add. I'm not sure how much horsepower and torque from the front. This is not a plug-in. It's not gonna be a plug-in. It's gonna be a conventional hybrid. Be like an assist. Not an assist. I'm uh, <clears throat> no, kind of like how, like a. Kind of like how a Prius works, <laughs> no. but uh, not, but, not but much much faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a plug-in. Um, and uh, there were photo or a video, um, from the guys at TFL that live in they live in Colorado. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So they do the we altitude. Know those guys. Yeah. So they do the altitude. Te- they they constantly are, are going around hotel parking lots and looking for vehicles <laughs> that do the altitude testing. Hey, I, you know, the, it's the, a, the guy it, can be rather. <clears throat> how do I put it? Uh, excited when he sees these. Remember, I would say, Jason, remember that Very one? excited. <laughs> oh my God! Look at here. We just came up on this. Guy. Look, we, we're gonna we're gonna tail him now. We're here. Yeah. So, so they, you've seen it here first. <laughs> you've seen it here first. As far first as I have it, as far as I can tell, everyone has so far misreported on on this. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is the thousand horsepower super hybrid Corvette." I was like, "No, there's gonna be two hybrid Corvettes." One is the E-Ray, and the other one is going to be the Zora. And the Zora is the one, that's the white whale. That's the one that's going to be like 1,000 horsepower, LT7, hybrid, all-wheel drive, balls to the wall, hypercar, a hypercar in every sense of the word. All-wheel drive. Yes. But you're not going to see that for several years. Wow. So let alone a Ford one, right? I don't know how much it's going to cost, but you can assume probably much more than a C7 Zero one. Mm-hmm. So, so the book, the bookends of the C8 is, and you know, basically the breadth of the lineup is going to expand greatly. Um, wow. And you have two two hybrids, and, and the first one's going to be the E-Ray. I'm not even sure anymore if what we saw in that video is the E-Ray because I believe that those are just jump ports because the cars, these prototypes, never really turn off, so it kills the battery, and so you're constantly so like because you're just they're just in accessory mode. The, like twenty four seven, so engineers constantly are having to jump the cars, and so there's little <laughs> ports that are hanging out of the front end. Yeah, it could just be that. Hmm. But then again, like you know, you're seeing the whole like the 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 frunks all like taped off and such, and there's really no reason for uh, these prototypes to have the camo. To you know, you're just you know, at this point drawing more right. attention to yourself than, than necessary. <clears throat> but you know, we've seen. This this stuff kind of happens before. Like I'm still seeing Cadillacs. Uh, what are they called? CT4s and CT5s on camo, yeah. driving around. Like they're they're coming out. You know, basically a month or two. So, you know, so make the purpose. Yeah. So what's the purpose? I don't know. But we know that there is a a hybrid Corvette coming, and it's going to be kind of a step up from the Stingray, and uh, and then after that is going to be I think the Z06, then the ZR1, then the Zora. I don't know where the Grand Sport is. I don't know. If I, there's gonna be one, if it's gonna fall. Well, in I, I line believe somewhere. that there will be a Grand Sport, right? <clears throat> I just I don't I don't know what it's where it's gonna be. Where's the timeline on it? Like that one, I think would be the coolest thing to do with the Grand Sport name is if you went back all the way to the original and you just made it a track car, hmm. like like kind of like a Ferrari at like FXX or whatever, like those 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 special like or track special cars. Wow, I think that would be cool. I don't know if they're gonna do that. So. What I'm going to ask next, of course, is logical. What do you think? Do you think this will go to Camaro? 
Do you can uh, you see an electric? Uh, no. <laughs> electric uh, LT two uh, going into a Camaro. So it would it, it would be an LT one. Okay. Because the LT two is essentially. <clears throat> It is. It, it's. It's an LT. It's the LT two is an LT one designed for mid engine application because it's mm. it's tweaked, you know, uh, slightly intake and exhaust and and and, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, they had to designate it to to be called a new engine, but for all intents and purposes, it is largely an LT one. Um, Camaro hybrid. I mean, it's charted twenty twenty three. It's just not going to happen hmm. after after twenty twenty three. I've even heard rumblings that, and you remember, I I broke the story that they're they're gonna whatever plans were for the seventh gen Camaro, they got put on the shelf. They might be starting from a clean slate. I don't know, but what you're looking at is 2023. After that, it's charted to nothing. But what I do know is that it, all the the GM electric vehicle programs are under a lid, a really tight lid right now, and. If there is a rear-wheel drive performance car that resembles Camaro and is electric, like that could be coming. I don't know if they're going to call that Camaro. I don't know if the world is ready <clears throat> for an electric Camaro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm ready for an electric Camaro. Okay, but like you said, the world. The world is not ready. Yeah. And well, if they, you, they, they, if you they thought lost, sales were bad they, now, they lost their shit with the 19. Yeah. With, with, the, with the pro tie, I can imagine. What would happen with the purists and the, and a lot of the Camaro enthusiasts be, if they came out with an electric it would Camaro? There would be riots. It, it would be bad. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's not just that the world isn't ready. It's like the the infrastructure as it stands is ready. Like, like I drive, I drive a Volt. Why do I drive a Volt? Because well, it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. It's yes. like it's a super efficient means of transportation, but I can drive it to California if I wanted to, right. And not have to worry about where I'm going to plug it in. So there's and, and and you're kind of like seeing it too in like GM's rhetoric of going full bev, full electric, right? Mm -hmm. And w with that, you're you're kind of stuck like wondering like okay, well if you're not going to do hybrids anymore, or you're just not going to invest in hybrids, as logically, I can't see a Camaro hybrid. Right. I could more logically see an electric Camaro. But I really don't want to see that. I don't think. I don't think. The, I don't think the world is ready for it. Call right. it something. The I structure think, isn't built. Well, it's just like well, first of all, the fan base, right? But <clears throat> I think that a good a good model to look at is uh, Polestar, Volvo Polestar brand. They essentially launched a, a, a like they took the Polestar name and they they launched it into a new brand, and it's going to be exclusively for electric performance vehicles. And I think you kind of need to do that, right? Because like, there's too much, there's too much legacy, there's too much history associated with even like not not just nameplates like Camaro, but even like Chevrolet in general. So, I mean, if you really want to start off on like on a new path, if you want to if you want to build up from from ground zero on something and really get people to to treat it as like something that's brand new, I don't create, know. Like create a new brand. You have to create a new brand, and I mean that's just my opinion, but. I think that might be a better solution than to try to constantly mold and shape and construct and contort the stuff that's already existing and out there and that's resonating with a large audience. Like if you're constantly manipulating that, then your your footing and as a brand kind of like erodes, and you're suddenly wow. like, "What are we? You know, who are we? Right? We're getting deep. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta think about this, otherwise you know the you you, you kill brands um, and you kill you kill nameplates. I mean, look right? what happened to Pontiac. 
Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that is full full circle. What is wow. coming to Corvette, yeah. and you know potentially what we could see well into the future with Camaro. But again, I yeah. uh, flip a coin on that one. Yeah. I just I I don't I don't. I can't make I can't make a proclamation that it's that's happening one way or the other. Jason, have you have you seen the C8 yet? Have you have you been able to get up and close personal with it? Not in person yet. No. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, the Corvette Museum has one now. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably make the trip up there. Um, I I was at Les Stanford Chevrolet when they were doing that that tour, and yeah. there was that orange one <clears throat> that. I guess that they're parading around and I was able to get pretty close to it and they had it pretty much for two days, two days from like 9am to 8pm. And there was just a crowd all day. Like, Oh yeah. Wow. And it was just a line to go in. They were letting people like sit in it and like, you just come in yeah. sit and, you know, poke around and, and whatever. Um, so obviously a lot of excitement, a lot of, traditional Corvette customers still kind of coming in, but also like you saw a couple of people who were like really curious and they wanted to check it out. That's what I heard <clears throat> when I was at Woodward this year, and we talked about this in our last episode too, and to getting up and close and personal with the Corvette that was inside that building that they had on mm-hmm. Woodward. A lot of people walking around it were like pointing at, you know, okay, I'm going to order this color and I'm going to order mm-hmm. with this seat and mm-hmm. I'm going to order liar. A lot of liar. Older, a lot of old ones. Well, it was a lot of older people, dude. And, and they were like, you know, I'm going to get this and this. So I think, I think, they're gonna, I think they're going to sell a lot of these cars. Yeah, I think I think they're absolutely going to sell. I mean, and, and at the price point, I mean, sixty grand. Oh my, it, it's it's perfect for starters. Which, for starters, and I think that's only going to last a year. It's kind of like giving everyone a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kind of like Dodge did the same thing with the Hellcat when it first came out. They were just like, wait, you can just you can just buy seven hundred horsepower muscle car. Like you can just, it's not limited edition. It's not a million bucks. I can just go to the Really? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's kind of, it's kind of like that. It's that same sort of like wow, like yeah. but I think but but way more than than what Dodge did with Hellcat. Like you're you're giving everyone oh, a, yeah. a, a, a what an American way, right? Like a mass-produced supercar. That's great. Coming after Italian horse meat. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Italian oh, horse. Oh man. This is, ah, it's too cool. Corvette is just really You know what? And if it was $20,000 more, it'd have Twenty percent of the crowd. You're, uh, I don't know, man. I still think you could. No, I'm uh, right. You're wrong. Eighty grand mid-engine car. I still think you can do it. I still <laughs> think fine. it's totally. It's totally possible. And never dude. Ugh, man. <laughs> They're all going to sell with twenty grand in options and twenty k in markups. Like you thought that. You, you, I don't know if you guys saw the Toyota. There was a guy trying to a dealership trying to sell a Toyota Supra for two hundred thousand dollars. A new Toyota Supra. Yeah, and. Okay. Which, by the way, is just a BMW Z4, and and so what happens is he still found a sucker not to pay two hundred grand, but he paid one hundred grand. I mean, in we're seeing this is just the Supra, and and I mean I don't that one that one that one still boggles me. I don't understand how people are 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 biting on on this thing. Which is not a real first of all, it's not a real Toyota. Second of all, you know, it's just. It, I don't. It's more. It's too much sports car. And then like everyone was. Uh, everyone loves the Mark IV Supra, right? The the with the ones oh, yeah. with the signature lights and the big oh, wing. Of and course. The, and this is yep. this is like not that. This is. Yeah. This isn't the dragster that people were were looking for. So, <clears throat> I just I, I don't I don't know about that one. Um, but yeah, you're gonna see that way more I think with the Corvette. 
Mm. Those markups. Yeah, at first. And then they're going to be everywhere, and then it'll be cool. And then I'll have one. Mm-hmm. Well, it was interesting, too. I mean, you posted an article, too, that <clears throat> a lot of the people on Corvette Forum are, are banding together. And they're, yeah. they're, they're posting uh, yeah. dealerships and stuff like My that. My dog agrees. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we we did that too when the when the fifth gen came out we we did it was what was it refusecamerowmarkups.com that's right and uh, yeah that was just like refuse you know these idiot dealers who are you know don't, well don't you know if you want to buy it from us you're gonna pay twenty thousand dollars more or you're gonna pay ten thousand dollars more and all the idiot California dealers out there still got brand new Z28s on the lot for you know ninety grand keep sucking. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Just, you know, like I said. Yeah, that's a, and that's also like a group of people that I'm still like, I mean, I can be in the room with you for like 10 minutes after that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. It's a, it's, um, all right. A diverse group. <laughs> sure is. We're pushing, running out of time here, but we got a couple more things to talk about. We, Let's see here. So we uh, let's listen. We talk about Chevrolet in general. We talk about Hennessy and their truck, and we talked about the calibration for the ZR, the ZR, ZL1, ZL1. Corvette ZL6. Yes. Chris Harris's Z28. Did we talk about that? We didn't talk about that yet. Talk about that real quick. Well, who the heck is Chris Harris? Chris Harris, first of all, is a <laughs> hero. Um, I don't know if you know that. Is so he's Instagram basically star or something like that. No. So he's uh, Chris Harris. He was, he worked for, he's a British guy. He worked for a magazine. Um, I forget which, which British car magazine. Uh, ended up leaving and he ventured off and started his own YouTube channel. Really before like, you know, YouTube, we'll say like in the past five years, the way it absolutely launched off the ground. And right. he was one of those guys where it was like, it was him and one other person and they would do really kick-ass like reviews of supercars and hypercars. Like the LaFerrari and stuff like that. Gotcha. And he was just, it was all very well done. He was a very good presenter. Um, and it was all very well shot, very well edited. Eventually, it got to the point where people were, they wanted him on board a bigger team. So um, the drive picked him up. And then that lasted mm-hmm. for, I don't know, like a year or two. And then shortly after, he got the call for top, from, to do Top Gear. Oh. So after after Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, James May left Top Gear, they needed a, a whole new group of hosts to fill in. And Harris is so far the only one that's survived. Um, you know, the 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 couple years because wasn't like Joey from Friends out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Matt LeBlanc <laughs> was a Matt LeBlanc was a host. There was another guy, uh, Chris Evans, who everyone absolutely despised. And now there's like two other people who are just again have no business. Uh, mm-hmm. doing doing this this job at Top Gear. I I wish that they would have used Rory Reed a bit more because the one thing I think like that the whoever's in charge uh, of putting Top Gear together for the hosts is that they they can't just look for guys who are good at entertainment. Like they you got to have a, a guy like a Chris Harris. Like Chris Harris guy basically had the same roots as Clarkson Hammond and May, where they were automotive journalists first turned out to be really good at camera mm. and then they got the call and Harris is is really good at at what he does and anyway apparently he really likes the Z28 so much that he bought one and you know big uh big automotive enthusiast celebrity essentially 
and and this guy goes out and he buys a fifth gen Camaro Z28. Who he had to import it right to England. Yeah, which is which is another cool story. And he just bought it just to, for like a tractor. And by the way, like the Camaro was never offered in right hand drive, so like he was willing to put up with with having a left hand drive car in a yeah. right hand drive country. Um, and and all the other like quirks about the Z twenty eight. Like yeah, I don't know if his was was built with air conditioning or or not, but it's just it's a really stealthy black one. Um, yep. And I forget. I don't know. It, did it even? It might have even sold by now. I can Let's see. Collecting cars was the was the platform being sold. And if you auction ends in nine days, current bid forty thousand uh, British pounds sterling. So who know that? I don't know if those are pesos or so. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, if you get the winning bid at, on top of getting the car, you actually get to meet Chris. Uh, Harris and you get to have you get to have lunch with him and and some hot laps in the in the car to see what it can do. I bet so you I think know that's how to a good, drive it too. Oh, kind of cool. Yeah. So so the other thing about Harris is like you know he's uh he's a he's a big racer. He'll do vintage racing uh, at Goodwood and and uh, you know he'll participate in other motorsports events too. Um, so he's he's very much like a hot shoe. And you yeah. gotta you gotta respect him for that too, like he because he's he's the whole package, and he definitely you know makes the big bucks uh, for for being the whole package. But yeah, he's uh, apparently you know my personally my favorite Camaro. It's cool to see that it's his too. Nice. His Wikipedia page says he started on Jalopnik. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, he definitely wrote a couple in things. Twenty fourteen. In twenty fourteen, he wrote about. Um, how much he hated the it might have even been farther back, but how much he hated the uh, Detroit Auto Show. He's like, oh, it's cold, and <laughs> and when you walk into the building, it smells like farts. And I'm just like, well, it does. He's right. Yeah, just whatever, man. You big. I was just like, it's just a big eye roll. Oh, you have to come to Michigan because it's cold. Tough it up, Pansy. I don't care. I think I'm gonna feel for you. I don't care. No. Oh, oh you ever you ever spent any time in England? Yeah. Uh, you know. You want to come and drive a car in the rain? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, can you imagine, like, just constantly trying to do, like, video shoots and photo shoots? And it's just like, well, it's pouring rain, and we have to do this anyway. So it's like the car is just hydro- Deal with it. Yeah. You're, uh-huh. you're hydroplaning everywhere, and you're, what- you're, your videographer standing out there with a, with a poncho. <laughs> you know, that's what made Top Gear great, though. Sometimes they would go crazy with cars in the rain. I'm just surprised that he would even be seen in an American car because typically Top Gear hated American cars, especially yeah. Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, Clark Clarkson. Yeah, what, what was his uh, his quote for the C6 Z06? He, the, the, you know, he says it drives better than the the Ferrari, but he would, you know, rather than live with a Z06, he'd rather yeah. have bird flu. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. But I I love that video where they where they test drove my car. Because they really did bird flu. If if you know if they put opinion aside, that the Z06 trounced the Ferrari for the you know a lot less money. So um, that's cool. I, I wonder. I want to know who's going to buy it. We'll find out. I guess. In I a think few Clarkson days. did end up buying a ZR1 C6 though. Oh, gotcha. Or he said he was going to. I don't know if he actually. I, he, Pretty sure he bought he's he's bought something American and Hammond, um, you know he's he loves American trucks and muscle cars too. So, cool, cool. I'm sure he's read the site. Nice. Oh yeah. Other car news before we wrap here. Um, SEMA's coming up 
Everybody get your SEMA plans in. Chris, you and I are going to be there. Manny, you going to be there? I'm looking yeah. into it. Yes. All right. Well, you better look harder and be there because it's. We're, we're already planning. We're already planning for our meet and greet, which should yep. be that Wednesday night. Um, before was it Wednesday? Is it November third, third or fourth around Something there? Like Are you going to make a Facebook invite? I am. I will because okay. we have to host it at a new place this year because. The place we've been hosting it at for the last four or five years. Yeah, Thunder from Down Under is closed. closed. They closed <laughs> it. They, they closed and they're redoing the whole section upstairs there. So, But there's a really cool barcade at, at MGM Grand yep. Ooh. that yep. has Street Fighter and has uh, all sorts of cool. And it's wide open. You walk around. It's awesome. I forget what it's called, but that's where we're going to do our meet and greet. There's a there's an arcade bar in downtown Detroit called Ready Player One. Oh yeah, yeah. there's one in downtown Nashville called Two Bits. Nice. <laughs> M- my first arcade bar experience was in Chicago. There's like three or four four of them. Uh-huh. Actually, I think the one in Chicago owns the one here in Nashville. Oh really? Same company. There's, I was told told at once. There's the Emporium, and uh, what's the other one? The headquarters. So I would say like back in like 2011. 12, we we have a headquarters here too. Okay, so we have two. Yeah. Of them. Okay. Right. Yeah, so I think like like almost ten years ago there was just one headquarters and there was just one um, emporium and now there's like three of each wow. in Chicago. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, let's see what else is going on. SEMA uh, LS Fest five days away. I'm gonna be at that. You're going to LS Fest this year. It's oh bowling, heck it's yeah! Bowl- I'm going to LS Fest this it's, year. It's it's uh, Bowling Green again, right? Bowling Green. Well, there's LS Fest and LS Fest West. Um, I'll be up there. I'll cover some stuff, and uh, just kind of hanging out and saying hi. Hopefully the weather holds out. Looks like it's so far so good. And not to wrap on a down note, but we did lose an icon in racing and vehicle vehicular entertainment. Jesse Combs yeah. passed away in wow. an unfortunate accident. Trying to break her own land speed record is the fastest woman on the planet. Unfortunately, she was unable to slow down the 52,000 horsepower, 56-foot-long land speed vehicle after she completed her run across the dry lake bed of the Alvord Desert, according to Yahoo Entertainment. Ended up traveling beyond the designated safety area. I remember watching her on uh, Extreme Off-Road and seeing her. As, well, she's on Mythbusters for how, an episode or two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could wrench. She could weld. She could drive. She won King of the Hammers. And she died doing what she loves as they, as they say and she's not they're not kidding so wow that's yeah. crazy it's a bummer she was she was a cool um personality and i think everybody liked her yeah i think uh i think we lost one of the really good ones mm-hmm. the elvord desert hmm. yep. it's in oregon 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 oof that's crazy oh. uh, <clears throat> well, next yeah. ne- moving at next week, no, sh- we're not gonna have a new show, but we will do a best of episode. Um, not available to record, um, but we will be back at you the following week. And um, what else is going on? Mm, boy, there was was there one other thing? I uh, can't think of anything. Okay. That's good. That's good. But anyway, uh, we'll always get your voicemails and emails in. Did you, did oh, that's right. That? Yeah, the, uh, we didn't uh, because of the because of the show this week. We're not doing any voicemails, emails. So get those in. Um, I'm, I'm not going to play the bumper here. Everybody knows it. Five eight six four eight six three one eight two. Get them in, or or just email us. Yeah, 
Get him in. We've got a lot to talk about. And always a pleasure to have Manny here Manny. in the office from Muscle, Muscle Cars, Cars and Trucks. trucks. Yeah. Love Ple- it. Thanks pleasure. for joining as always. Thank uh, you. We'll have you back in the studio again very soon. Hopefully soon. And we will see you guys not next week, but the week after that. See ya. <laughs> see ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya. See ya.